gorgeous you're on with aviola abrams from womanifestinguniversity.com today we're going to be talking about do you have what it takes are you an entrepreneur a spiritpreneur a wantrepreneur or a gunnapreneur all right so let's break it all down <laughs> i am coming to you from jolly old england I am in London for the launch of Being You Brand Lingerie, created by my client, Sadia Sese, for women of all skin tones to have true nude lingerie. Now, being here in London to help Sadia to kick off her brand got me thinking about my new program, The Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. You can find more information, of course, at manifestyourbusiness.com. But women often approach me uh, asking, you know, that they, they want to be able to work with me. They want to start, grow, or save their businesses. And I think it really begins, you know, of course, with being clear and being honest about yourself, about what you bring to the table and what you don't bring to the table. Because none of us has, you know, everything that you know it would take to be the ideal uh, business guru not Oprah you know not Madam CJ Walker not any of us and it's because we're human however knowing who you are will help you to decide whether you're on the right path for you or whether you got a little bit derailed and you need to adjust so let me kick off by just letting you know this if you are wanting to have your own business and create your own path in the world, now that applies, of course, to my coaches, healers, and consultants, my you know um, creative people who are jewelers, knitters, etc., um, people who are involved in multi-level marketing, people who are creative people, artists, writers, filmmakers. All of these people, you are in business for yourself, whether you may call yourself a freelancer or something like that, you're in business for yourself. You're taking the path, the road less traveled. So if that is the case, it ain't for the faint of heart. And there's a lot of rejection. You are, you know, it's often as, as hard as it may seem to become a doctor, you know exactly what you do. You just follow this, this path for X amount of years, and at the end of it, you're a doctor, right? Same amount pretty much for a lawyer. I mean, I'm, I'm not minimizing you know, the path and what you do. All I'm saying is that there is a set path versus for those people who have to carve their own path. So here's something that a woman told me, a, a teacher actually, an acting teacher, she was talking to the whole class a long, long, long time ago at the beginning of my journey when I was a recent college grad and I knew that I wanted to write and direct uh, story, women's stories to empower women, but I wasn't sure what path that would take and so I did a, a, a lot of acting and so I was following that path first, um, which serves me in what I do now but was not the path for me. And the teacher said, to the class, if there's anything else that in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul that you can be doing, go do it. <laughs> because this path is not easy. And this path is only 
only for those who are like, this is all that I can do in the world. I was born to do this. I must do this. I have a burning desire. I can't see myself doing anything else. And so I went and did something else <laughs> because that was not how I felt about that path. However, if somebody said to me now today about the path that I'm on, Abiola, if there's anything else that you can be doing, would rather be doing, prefer to be doing, can, you know, would be doing, go do it. I'm rooted right here because I am exactly where I need to be. There's no other place on the planet that is meant for me that in every fiber of my being, and it makes me tear up to say it in every fiber of my being i know without a doubt that i am on the exact right path to help other women to unblock themselves unblock their lives you know create and uh, their dreams live their passions and at the same time call in and welcome in my own blessings and my own bountiful abundance and my own big beautiful bright shiny life yeah, and that's how it should be. So I have for you eight traits of successful entrepreneurs. Now, you may be an entrepreneur, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a spiritpreneur. There are some people who don't want to work a nine to five for somebody else. You know, they don't want to work for the man. <laughs> they want to be the man. They want to work for themselves, right? But they don't necessarily want to follow, you know, a burning heart's desire they can be doing anything right so for them maybe they want to um, do something that's like uh, you know they want to sell Mary Kay or Avon or start a gas station or whatever it is and they're passionate about creating freedom in their lives but it doesn't have to be a specific burning desire and that's awesome you should do that but the people who I my tribe who I lead are specifically spiritpreneur women Spiritpreneur women, women who have a specific passion that they have come to birth on this planet and they are the only ones who can birth that passion, although on the surface it may seem similar to someone else's. And that is what we are about. That's the Spiritpreneur Warrior Tribe, right? So entrepreneur, spiritpreneur. Now I said the other two categories, are you a gunnapreneur or a wantrepreneur? A entrepreneur is somebody that imagines, you know, I want, you know, when they hear work for yourself or do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. They really think you'll never work a day in your life. But most of us who are entrepreneurs will tell you your to-do list never ends. Um, you are pretty much on call a lot of the time, if not all the time. And it's up to you to set the boundaries that Freedom doesn't necessarily mean that you're on a beach all the time, although it could, and you could very specifically design your life that way. You could be a globetrotter like um, my girl, the artist formerly known as Najwa Moses, who is a psychic and travels the, the world, you know, and so whether she's in Vietnam or whether she's in, you know, jolly old England as she is right now, she is running her business. And so you could absolutely do that. But then she's also spending time marketing and um, serving her customers and honing her skills and, you know, all of the things that come with it. So that is, you know, again, you know, entrepreneur, spiritpreneur, 
a wantrepreneur is somebody that wants to be an entrepreneur but doesn't necessarily want to do what it takes. And so if that's you or if you're a gunnerpreneur, I'm gonna do this, gonna do that, gonna do this, and it never happens, then it may serve you to um, find a job, you know, a J-O-B, that is in a field that you're passionate about. So then maybe you don't have to worry about the overhead and the path and figuring it out and marketing and the clients and you know every part of it. Maybe you are not cut out to be a CEO. And again, there's no shame with that. You know, I think that with this new entrepreneurial movement, you know, there's somehow a shame if you are at your job and you know that's what you're wanting to do there are awesome badass jobs what the women at essence magazine where i write my advice column oh my god they are amazing women they are happy they are in their zone they are living their best lives because and they are on their true path so don't let you know what other other people's unbeaten path necessarily have to be yours all right or like I said in in last week's video you can have your job and be the angel investor in your own dreams and you know on the side be doing your passion because whatever it is that you're gonna be doing I'm telling you you are going to need tenacity you are going to need a myriad of skills and so if there's anything else you can be doing go do it so really quickly here are the eight skills eight traits of successful entrepreneurs and this is from the minority business development agency from the US Department of Commerce and the interesting thing is as I did a little bit of research for this conversation with you I checked a number of places Inc magazine Forbes um, my own book and etc and we all pretty much had the same list of traits so you'll be good with these okay so number one of course strong leadership qualities you absolutely need to be a leader if you are going to create your own path and so you know leadership looks like different things to different people you can design your business the way that works for you uh, there are some women who want to run a company with like 500 employees or 100 employees or 50 employees and if that works for you design your business that way for me that doesn't work personally for me the maximum amount of employees that I probably will have that directly answer to me at every, any any given time would be maximum 10 um, because you know I'm that's just not how I just not how I want to roll and there's nothing wrong with that and it doesn't mean that you know of course you know people who work for me then they have their own teams of things that they you know etc et um, but that's how I, I'm very specific about how, how I'm designing my business and I urge you to do the same. Design your business around your joy and your passion and the best of who you are and your strengths, not how you think a business is supposed to look. Number two, people who are successful spiritpreneurs in our cases are self-motivated. Yeah! <laughs> there is nobody besides the rent man and the content man <laughs> that's gonna be tapping you on the shoulder and saying you know hey Abrams have you finished that report yet you have to do it you have to be self-motivated you have to create your own path my sister Damali Abrams who is an amazing visual artist extremely successful right this minute as I speak to you at least six I think seven galleries around the, the country if not around the world have her work and 
that is because she is self-motivated and we may look and be like oh my god self seven galleries have her work but that also doesn't show how many doors she may have knocked on and been rejected from and been told you're on the wrong thing you're not the right person um how many letdowns how many tears etc and so you have to be self-motivated and if you are not Again, no shame in knowing just who you are, what your strengths are, and what your weaknesses are. Then you either want to, you know, you want to build a structure that holds where there's accountability. You absolutely need to be working with a coach, um, even if you are self-motivated. So come on over to my uh, <laughs> Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood at manifestyourbusiness.com. But you also just want to, and, and maybe you want to partner with someone who's a little bit more self-motivated than you are. But then you still need to be on your game because I have partnered with unmotivated people and you then feel like, you're dragging a dead weight. You don't want to be a dead weight to anyone. So, you know, be be very clear and precise about whether you're on the right path, okay? All right, um, number three, a strong sense of basic ethics and integrity. Yeah, man. We have a saying in Guyana, one time belly full, not all. And that means you may get over on somebody today, you know, if you're running some kind of shady business practices, but it's not a one-time thing. Life is cyclical, and so, you know, the hand that you reach out to shade somebody else's situation will be the same hand that'll come back and backslap you in the face. Oh, that's a new, uh, new Guyanese saying right there. Write that down. So, yeah, you definitely want to have ethics and have integrity, and that means that you are doing the right thing even when nobody else is watching, especially for us spiritpreneur girls. You know what I'm saying? All right, number four, this is big, willingness to fail because you will you will fall on your face <laughs> you'll be run out of town on a rail well maybe not that bad but some things won't work some things may seem great in your head and then maybe you'll offer them and your ideal client or customer will say nah I don't really like that bracelet I don't really like that coaching program I don't really like that book that article that movie that whatever and you got to be able to dust yourself off and keep going cry your tears and move forward so yeah willingness to fail taking big risks billionaire Sarah Blakely of the Spanx Empire said that her dad every day around the dinner table would say okay kids what did you fail at today and you had to show him ways that you failed because failing meant that you were risking something and risking something meant that you were growing and growing means that you are in the arena so being fail failing is not fun. Nobody's signing up for it, but you have to be willing to make a fool of yourself. Um, just like the people that invented the light bulb, the cotton gin, um, you know, electricity, um, airplanes, all of these people were laughed at, scorned, ridiculed, told that they were ridiculous and were willing to fail. Number five, you gotta be a serial innovator. You have to be willing to be have a be a creative thinker and if if one way doesn't work innovation means that you come up with something else you find a way you build a door you you know if if you you if there's no seat at the table you bring your own table you pull out some please what i will pull out a hammer a nails build a table <laughs> build a bench build a company around it and keep it moving okay number six you got to know what you don't know. 
A lot of people are very arrogant and that is not a helpful trait to have because it blocks you from not knowing what you don't know. You got to know what you know and know what you don't know. Know your strengths and know your weaknesses. Hire your weaknesses. Hire people who, and by that I mean hire people who know better than you in certain areas. Hire people who can say to you, you know, no, that's not the, the right path and then be willing to listen to them. Don't be so stuck on your idea and how you think it should go that you're not listening to the people that you have, the brains you have brought on, brought on to help elevate what you're doing, okay? All right. Number seven, having a competitive spirit. Now, this is interesting for us as spiritpreneurs because one of the things that I teach is that if you're in your own lane, there really is no competition, right? I work with spiritual business women, big vision women, inspired leadership. Um, there are dozens, hundreds, zillions <laughs> of coaches and consultants and healers that work with my tribe. But they ain't me and I'm not them. And knowing that is what makes it so much, not that we are in, you know, comp in competition, but we're cooperative because, you know, they're in their lane and I'm in mine. Now, where having a competitive spirit may come in for us as spiritpreneurs, I would I would say that you have to be willing to sell yourself. You have to be willing to market yourself. You have to be willing to know that if you, you know, if what you are offering, if you really believe in it, that you want to get it in people's hands. I believe with my whole heart in my affirmation cards, in my books, in my programs, right? I believe in my whole heart. I believe one zillion percent that if I don't tell you to join me in my spiritpreneur warrior business sisterhood, I am doing you a disservice. If I don't tell people about my abundance, pray, love, retreat in Bali, it's because I don't believe in it. And so, you know, don't do things that you don't believe in. Do things that you're passionate about. Find the right tribe that would also be passionate about that. And if you are a true entrepreneur, you have the solution to someone else's challenges. You know, whether it is if you're, you know, a coach or a healer, something direct, or for people who are writers and artists, you are solving the problem of culture and motivation and inspiration and storytelling and moving us forward and, you know, being a, crit a critic on the society. And so whatever it is that you're doing, all right, you have to have the, the spirit and the energy of being willing to put it out there, be seen, be heard, be a movement. That is my motto for this year. Be seen, be heard, be a movement. Be seen, be heard, be a movement. Because so many of us hide, so many of us like me spent years and months and different times hiding and it's not that moment anymore. We are needed. So be seen, be heard, be a movement. Okay, and then number eight, Understand the value of a strong peer network. Having peers who are in your field or on your path or on related paths is really important. So just like I am taking an incredible group of women with me to Bali, right, for the Abundance Pray Love Retreat, I am going, I participate in other people's events. I was part of Rosetta Thurman's 
um, women, black women of power conference where I was a speaker. I was a, a speaker at the modern day millionaire conference. I am attending, you know, um, an upcoming entrepreneurs retreat. I'm attending other people's retreats because, you know, I'm building an, a, a community of peers for my clients. And then I have my peers as well. And we do it all together. You know, rising tide lifts all boats. So we lift as we climb. We lift as we climb. We lift as we climb and we do it together. Yeah. So ask yourself and ask yourself in some real talk. You may want to journal on it. Do you have what it takes? Do you have what it takes? Are you in the right lane? And if you are, then you need to, you know, come on over to my Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood at manifestyourbusiness.com and let's make it happen. Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood is a nine-month business incubator program created with love by me for you to bring in more customers and clients, more abundance for you to be seen, be heard, be visible. All right, my loves, I'm going to go see what else London has to offer. Namaste.